the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Deviate from Scripture one word, one letter, and you have a gospel of your own making. Paul says, that'll kill you. We'll talk about that next. Join us. From Valley Bible Church, right here in Hercules. Hi there. And welcome to today's broadcast of Truth For Today. Pastor Phil Howard takes us back to the book of Galatians. We're in the middle of a series out of Galatians that gives us an idea and a clear understanding of just what the gospel brings, and that is freedom. But it's got to be the gospel. You see, as we'll see today, it's under siege. People want to change it up. They want to mix their own thinking in to make it palatable and acceptable to their sinful view. Paul will have none of it. With more, here's Pastor Phil Howard and today's broadcast of Truth For Today. He delivers me from the sins of yesterday. And some of you can never get past yesterday. You're you're always uh, trying to uh, say, can I get past it? Sin is so tricky. Uh, Have you ever been down praying and all of a sudden a sin comes up that you did when you were 13? I I mean, it's not even fresh. I'll do that. Sometimes I'll be down praying and and he'll say, well, you stole something. Oh, you remember that time you got in that fight? Remember that time you did this? And I think, God, what in the world does this have to do with me praying right now? It's my heart dragging up something to get me under guilt. But Christ has removed me from all my past sins. There's none of them. None of them he hasn't dealt with. Is that right? Or maybe we need to go out and kill an animal. Or maybe you ought to get circumcised. Maybe that'll deal with it. Maybe you ought to go kosher. Paul is saying, my gospel, not any other pluses, would deliver a man or a woman from the power of the present age, and it would deliver from past sins. There's a terrible thing about sin. It will keep you guilty, and it will keep you shamed. But Christ says, the gospel says, God has thoroughly dealt with every aspect of every vulgar, dirty, immoral, criminal, hateful, God-hating, illicit deed you've ever thought, did, or wanted to do, but was too big a coward. He dealt with it at the cross. The gospel says that. Now, he said in Hebrews 10, If you dare despise this one sacrifice, there is a fearful looking of judgment. God is going to unleash his anger on you if you mess with the death of his son. And wherever there's legalism, wherever there's a works religion, nobody wants to talk about the cross. Let's talk about what we can do. 
because we can really keep ourselves and we can really impress God. No, you can't. You see, you don't have anything to keep anything holy with. Anything you get a hold of, you'll ruin. It's God's got to do. There's only two religions in the world. Only two. Do and done. All other religions say you got to do, do, do to be right with God. Christianity says the Father is so pleased with his son's death in your place. Everything's been done to get you to heaven. You just got to trust him. Everything's been done. Is that good news? I'm about wanting to revert. Want to get saved again. Maybe the church acts saved. I've been delivered. You have too. Or you haven't met him. Well, you don't know. I'm addicted to sex. Well, okay. Most of us have been one time or the other. I'm addicted to uh, drugs. Do you have anything for me? Well, we just got the gospel. Well, well, I mean, I mean something that has set me free. Well, let's see. Um, Well, we got a a, a sinner over here. You, You mean you want a referral? That we're in the referral business. I'm an alcohol. I can't get off. Well, I know you can't. I wish we had a deliverer on, on the payroll. Is there anybody can deliver? Well, our pastors can counsel, but they can't deliver. Well, you got any deliverance around that place? Well, let me see. Pentecostals pray for them. Our gospel so anemic, we just refer them. Paul said, the work of Christ on the cross rescued me from this present evil age. It sins. It's God, it's power. Any addiction, Calvary can break. Any addiction, Calvary can break. And anybody that says less will come under the anathema of God. I'm not a social preacher. I'm not a social gospel. I'm a gospel preacher that says the death of Christ and the empty tomb and this simple age-old message that for 2,000 years has been setting people free. He said, it will rescue you. You know what? Much of the church is anemic. I had someone ask me recently about a preacher, popular preacher in the country. They said, well, what do you, what do you think about him? And I, I didn't know if the guy was saved or not. All I said is, he seems like the world's nicest person. That's all I dared say, because I've never heard the gospel. I've never heard him call people sinners. The reason we're afraid to call people sinners, we don't have any place to send them after they convince their sinners. We don't have any deliverer. But the gospel is deliverance from sin. My past sins. My present sins. And you find out in uh, Galatians 5, he's going to say, the Spirit himself can exceed anything the law ever says. It deals with envy. Are you an envious person? The Holy Spirit that comes with salvation will set you free from jealousy, envy, pride, lust, 
sexual sin, dirty mind. The Spirit of God through the blood of Christ cleanses from the inside of the cup to the outside. It works. It's worked for 2,000 years. The gospel is alive. Politics won't change you. Stay full of it. This message, the gospel of Jesus Christ, has been saving poor sinners all these times. And Paul says, how dare anybody say, I need the gospel plus anything. It's Christ alone, faith alone, grace alone. And your good works are as filthy rags. Don't insult the cross with your meager religious activity. God's not impressed with our giving, our attendance, none of that. We are doing this out of gratitude, not to earn anything. We're saying thanks, thanks. He says, how many times do your sins have to be paid for? You've been rescued. It's been according to the will of God. And then he breaks out in doxology. He says, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So he says, I'm an authentic messenger. Two, I have an authentic message. Finally, he says, I'm an astonished messenger. Because I preach the gospel by which you were saved. And now I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ. And you're turning to a different gospel. And the word different here is the word heteros. If we said heterosexual uh, or heterodoxy, what are we saying? Heterosexual, a member of the opposite sex than myself. So do you have a good heterosexual relation? In other words, if you're a man, do you know how to respond and relate to women? It's other gender than yourself. And here he uses the word heteros. It's another of a different kind of gospel, which is no gospel at all. So there's really one gospel, and after that, things that are heteros, different. Which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some are throwing you into confusion. And are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. They're trying to get you to change your mind about the gospel you believed and were saved. And now they're telling you, you didn't do enough. You've got to go under Moses. You've got to go under these uh, Jewish laws. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you... Let him be eternally condemned, anathema. And that means come under the destructive power of the wrath of God. You couldn't say it any stronger. We would say, let him be damned. But we use it as a cuss word or an explicative. But here, Paul saying, let him be accursed by God. Strong. Anybody who distorts the message I gave to you Galatians, let him come under divine sentence. It was used in the Old Testament of coming under the ban, coming under divine dealing. He repeats it. But even if we are an angel, the Jews claim the law came through angels. Paul says, I could care less. If we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. 
as we've already said. So now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let him be eternally condemned. Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. In our day and time, the big word is to be politically correct. I want to say this to you. The gospel has never been politically correct. And if you preach the gospel and fight for the grace of God, we will do what Spurgeon said. No man can be a Christian in these days without being a controversialist. You can't stand for God and truth and not be controversial. Because there's so many winds out there, so many gospels, so many uh, things. Hear me well. We have a plague of personality Christianity. And we'll put a person up on a pedestal and we'll study them. And, oh, isn't he charismatic? Not talking about Pentecost. We're talking about his charisma. And isn't he an outstanding personality? Hear me. Paul says this. The message authenticates the messenger. Measure the messenger by the message. And if it's even an angel that preaches for you next Sunday, and he says, I'm Michael, or I'm Moroni, and I've got a gospel for you that's never been out there. Paul didn't get it all right. I've got a gospel, and I've got the new revelation from God. If he even dares says one thing other than the gospel preached in Romans and Galatians and the New Testament, let him come under a divine curse. And Paul includes himself. If we, and he probably includes Barnabas, or an angel, anybody, distort this message of salvation by grace through Christ alone, who alone paid for my sins and sets me free. It's not burning candles. It's not rituals. It's not works. It's not being kosher. It's not being Catholic. It's not being Protestant. It's being, I trust Christ and him alone for my eternal acceptance before God. Not works, not beads, not genuflecting, not how much money I give, not how many times I've been baptized, not how many times I attend church, not if I dress holy, look holy. You aren't holy. You need a holy God to robe you in Christ. Religion itself will send you to hell. Oh, I've been with groups. Oh, I've been with strict groups. And sometimes when you get your mind on all the rules and the strictness, guess who gets diminished? This Christ. And I, I read to you the words that James Gray wrote. Not have I gotten but what I received. Grace has bestowed it since I believed. Boasting excluded, pride I abase. I'm only a sinner saved by grace. Suffer a sinner whose heart overflows... Loving his Savior to tell what he knows. Once more to tell it what I embrace. I'm only a sinner saved by grace. All this gospel, I I thought of a song I grew up with as a boy. It goes this way. Come ye sinners, 
lost and hopeless. Jesus' blood can make you free. For he saved the worst among you when he saved a wretch like me. To the faint he giveth power. Through the mountains makes a way. Findeth water in the desert. Turns the night to golden day. In temptation he is near thee. Holds the powers of hell at bay. Guides you to the paths of safety. Gives you grace for every day. He will keep thee while the ages roll throughout eternity. Though earth hinders and hell rages, all must work for good to thee. And then the chorus. And I know, yes I know, Jesus' blood can make the vilest sinner clean. And I know, yes I know, Jesus' blood can make the vilest sinner clean. I want to ask, is there anyone here today, you're dirty all over? You got a dirty mind and you've been living dirty. And you say, I don't know where to get clean. Today our gospel says, if you would take Jesus Christ in your heart by faith, you will trust that God has done something about you and he's done it in his son if you will abandon all hope in yourself and transfer your trust to Christ, God will save you, cleanse you, wash you, and make you his child before you leave the building today. If you will trust another and stop trusting yourself, you're vile, wretched, and dirty until you come to Christ. Your, your motives are not... Uh, I was with a... Uh, one of our men, we were taking a little break over the holiday, and we were playing golf at a place that was pretty nice. And uh, these guys looked fairly respectable. And one owned a big real estate company. The other was a stockbroker. And uh, they were talking about preachers for some reason in politics. Uh, they didn't know what I did. That was good. And uh, just tell them I'm a teacher. And... Uh, um, the one guy, after they talked about all these fellows and stuff, they said, Hey, by the way, what's your take on humanity? What do you think of human beings? I said, Well, they're the most dangerous thing on the planet. I said, They're scary. I said, Ever since we found out we came from monkeys, we killed 100 million people in the 1900s. We found out we were getting up. We were going up this utopian ladder from that amoeba, finally a monkey. And then we just jumped into this glory. And we're still getting better. You know, Darwin's been dead about 150 years. So we're just evolving, evolving. And I said, it's the most dangerous uh, 100 years we just lived through. But I said, we killed people with a class. We killed them by splitting an atom. I said, 100 million minimum. Stalin himself. Killed millions of his own people in communist Russia. Mao killed millions of Chinese. Wars. I said, friend, I wouldn't put my trust in any man. They're dangerous. Now I looked at him and don't do this. Don't do this. This was a little out of order. I said, you don't know about what I might kill you in three minutes. He listened. I said, you see, you don't know what's in the heart of a man. 
And the poor guy, he rushed, get, he went to Starbucks as soon as I said that. That was not wisdom. But I, a little South Richmond came out. I said, in other words, buddy, man can't reform man. Men can't control men. We need someone, I told him, I said, you need someone bigger than a man or a politician to set you free. You need a God-man. Only one man can set you free. I don't have my confidence in anyone. Bobby Dylan had a little line, I ain't putting my confidence in anyone, even if he's a scientist. But he says it just right. Who are you putting your confidence in? Have you been changed? Have you ever had a day without living with a dirty mind? You know what you need? You need to come to Christ. He offers you a free pardon. Come, you sinners. And he'll cleanse you. And you'll start singing, and I know. Yes, I know. Jesus' blood can make the vilest sinner clean. For he did it when he saved a wretch like me. As one forgiven sinner to one that needs it. Why don't you come to Christ? What keeps you away? Another day? You're living. You may be shot. You may be killed. I'm with a man the other day doing some exercise, and he said, hey, my friend just died. Really? Yeah, I said, he's 42. Man, when you're my age, that sounds like a teenager. 42? Said, yeah, besides that, he was a doctor. I said, no, doctors at 42 can't die. He said, he did. How long are you going to be alive? You're not in charge. But you can come. You come. Some of you come to church because you're religious. You grew up in church. You get a little religious itch scratched. Put in your hour and a half and you feel better. Well, that's wonderful. But it won't get you to heaven. You must come to Jesus. Don't let a little church service be a substitute for having eternal life. Come to him. He'll give you life. He'll give you life. Bow your head. I want to pray for you. While your heads are bowed, I wonder if there's anyone I could pray for. You say, pray for me that I would put my faith in Christ. I do not know him, but pray for me. Is there anyone you're in that category? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. I see those hands. Sure. God sees that. That takes boldness for you to do that. Would you in your heart raise your hand? In your heart, say, I'm reaching out my hand to thee, Lord Jesus. If you paid for sins, I need my sins paid for. I want to trust you. I want to take you as my own Savior. And you won't do it through works. You won't do it by signing a card. You won't even do it by walking forward. You do it right there in your heart. I believe in the Lord Jesus that he's the only one that can take care of my sins. I believe the word of God regarding this. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Don't give him your heart. It's too dirty. He wants to come into your heart. And he'll give you a new heart. Just receive him. Receive Christ by faith. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Let me have eternal life and the assurance that all my sins have been paid and that I will be delivered from sin in this present evil age. He will save you as he has saved millions. He cannot lie to you. Our Father, 
you see those who have the courage to raise their hand. And there's many that didn't raise their hand because you know every heart. And the one who raised their hand is no more saved than the one who didn't. It's in their heart they must believe. And then it will get to their mouth and they must say, Jesus is what I've been looking for. Jesus is God's answer to my sin problem. I ask you, Father, work in the heart of that man, woman, young person, wherever they are right now, please let them not gamble with their soul by putting off, putting off this vital moment of taking Christ by faith, knowing you're not signing them up to earn their salvation, but you're telling them it's been done. I've done the work. You just must believe and receive. And you'll become my own child forever and ever. And with that, we come to the end of our time today here on Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard from Valley Bible Church here in Hercules. Our thanks to you for joining us today. It is our hope and prayer. You've been encouraged, especially as we take our time going through the book of Galatians. If you'd like a copy of today's message or the series today's program was taken from, feel free to contact us and mention it by name. The Gospel Brings Freedom. That's the title of the series, or simply mention today's date for a copy of today's program. And we'll get a copy out to you. You can reach us at 855-833-9864. That's 855-833-9864. Or visit our website, truthfortodayradio.org. I will also link you in to our church website as well here at Valley Bible Church. Again, that's truthfortodayradio.org. Or write to us, 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. And that website, once again, truthfortodayradio.org. It is a pleasure spending time with you in God's Word. We trust we'll see you next time we get together for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.